0: Glory to God. I tell you what, I got so tired. Have gotten weary of the coronavirus report. And and what's irritating, I'm going to just complain a minute about uh, the all the entire news world is do they have to play dark shadows music. You know, in the background of their report. Just report the news. Don't sensationalize it dramatize it and have this horrible music going and, uh, you know, graphics and everything that they have with it. It's, it's just a little silly. Um, just report the report and move on, please. But, uh, but anyway, just how many can testify that it's just been bad news, bad news, bad news, bad news. And even when the good news, they're saying, well, don't count on it because it could go bad again. I mean, so even when they report good news, they say, well, it's, it's a little better, but ah, you no, know, you know, don't get all worked up over it. So, uh, you know, it's just, it's just r- ridiculous. The only place to find good news today is in the Word of God. And this is the Good News book. The Good News book. And it's got the good news in it. And I've got some of that good news for you today. Amen, and uh, I got fired up, and I'm thinking, wait a minute. You know, we're we're the righteousness of God in Christ, a new creation in Him. We are partakers of the divine nature, yeah. and uh, and you know, we're our sins not being imputed to our record. I mean, God is just so good in every way, and we need to. Uh, we were singing today. Uh, in the service earlier, that song about the goodness of God, living in the goodness of God. We need to sing about the goodness of God and testify about the goodness of God and preach about the goodness of God and uh, walk in that, all that. Amen. Praise the Lord. So I've got some scriptures here for you that we're going to just look at some scriptures and that's, uh, and I'll just uh, scream and holler about it. How's that? Amen. First John four, four. Now I'm looking, i just on the announcement side while you find that scripture. If you're watching along with us, first John four, four. Um, I'm going to tell you that as just as soon as we get the word, you know, about public meetings, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're opening up and we're going to have church here. <laughs> Amen. And, uh, they're talking, uh, the president's talking May 1st for most places. Uh, I think the governor is too. So that's coming up. Praise the Lord. Just a few more days and we'll, we'll be, uh, in the zone, I think. And, uh, they might have some, some social distancing, uh, recommendations and all. We can follow that, right? Praise the Lord. Uh, and, uh, invite everybody to come back to church and sort of be normal. But in the meantime, we'll preach from the video camera. We're going to preach from that anyway. But those of you who are Grace Harvest Church members, don't get lazy and think (laughs) that oh, good, I don't have to ever go back. I can just watch at home in my pajamas. You know, there was a there was a story about uh, there was floating around about three benefits of have of watching your pastor online. One was you could watch church. You could go to church in your pajamas. If you want to, you know, just lounge around. Number two was that you could have popcorn or something, you know, while watching the service. And number three is you can mute the pastor when when you don't like what he's saying. (laughs) I rebuke the mute button in the name of Jesus. Amen. (laughs) You can switch to a church you think you like better. (laughs) I rebuke that, too. All right. First, <laughs> first John 4 and verse 4 says, and I love this, just the first opening uh, four words of this is everything. You are of God. Folks, we are in this world, but we are not of this world. And we are not just like the world uh somebody was talking to us on the phone the other day and and I forgot who who it was but uh a minister friend of ours was saying that you know they they were at uh they were at Publix or something and the the people you know they were the store manager was announcing it's probably a recorded message you know re- want to remind you while you're shopping to practice social distancing you know, use the hand sanitizer at the end of every aisle and all this, you know, and this carrying on. And he said, remember, we're all we're all in this together. And uh, who was that was telling us that? Oh, yeah, it was uh, Dr. Steve Anderson, uh, who is. Um, remember the man that was here on dedication who who uh, conferred the doctorate degree on me. You remember him? He was he was here. We were talking to him and he said he was in Publix in Jacksonville and they were announcing that. And he said, he says, yeah, well, I get that. We're all in this together. But he said, I thought, I'm not going to claim that because I'm I'm of God. I'm I'm a I'm a child of God. I I'm exempt in Jesus name. Now, that doesn't mean we don't practice common sense, you know, or whatever else. But, you know, uh." Once that's done, then you need to stand here on the word. Amen. Praise God. We're not, we're in this world, but we're not of it. And we're not just a bunch of sheeple walking through the stalls waiting to have our heads cut off. And uh boy, you know, there's just so much fear in the air, isn't there? I mean, just people are acting like crazy, kind of. And, uh you know, you see them and they back away from you, you know, like, like you, like you are the plague. Of course, most people that I run into, I'm happy they're backing away, you know. But, yeah, but not not the family of God. But out in the world, some of the some of those folks, you know, you want to take your cross and garlic and ward it off, ward off things, you know. But um we're we are of God. That's, 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 that's the thing we need to be shouting about our health, our wealth. Don't join the talk like the world. Well, I don't know what we're going to do. The stock market's down and everything's, you know, doesn't matter what the words are. It's the tone of that. And everything's down and it's going down and you know, we're going down. And we, we've got our life jackets on when it's time to jump off so we don't drown. We'll probably drown anyway. I mean, it's the way the world talks everything's sad and bad and gloom and doom, but we need to talk the opposite. During sad and bad and doom and gloom, we need to declare, I am of God. Woo! Glory! I'm going to get Pentecostal up in here. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Who? He's the spirit of Antichrist. That's another big thing. You know, the 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 conspiracy theories that are floating around are just crazy. Um, And, you know, who knows? Maybe half of them are right and half of them are wrong. I don't know. What are we going to do about it? The only thing we can do is walk in the word and walk in faith and trust God, folks. I don't trust the government anyway. You know, they're promising all this money, and I don't really know anybody hardly that's gotten anything. You know, I mean you know it's just it's just weird like where did it all go and even when they asked the president where did it all go he gets mad i don't know it's like why are you mad why don't you if i were you i would say i want to know where it went too you know 200 and 350 billion dollars so and nobody can find it it is so that is so typical isn't it and they well the government's coming through well don't hold your breath you know, you might pass out while you're waiting for them to straighten out themselves. And then we'll have nine years of investigation. And by then, everybody will have forgotten about it. So I don't mean to sound like Mr. Cynical, but I just, you know, I just don't have a lot of confidence in anything but the word of God and Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, it's down to that, isn't it? And uh, that's a good thing. That's not like, well, there's always prayer. If that's... Uh, the weak link or something, just something. Thank God there's always yeah, amen. There's always prayer, there's always faith, and there's always the Lord. And uh and it says anyway, you know, if you looked at verse three, it says uh talks about that the spirit of Antichrist, this is the spirit of Antichrist whereof you have heard that it should come. Even now, already is in the world. So what's so funny to me, how old is this writing? I mean, this is over 2,000 years old by now. And, and has said then, the scripture tells us there, that the Antichrist is already in the world. So then you got these preachers that come on. It might be the spirit of Antichrist. Duh, you think? Really? Wow, would you come up with that all by yourself? I mean, come on, there there it is in the scripture. He tells us, that's so real. And everybody gets all freaky. Oh, what if it's the Antichrist? Well, it probably is the Antichrist, but the Bible tells us this is coming. Don't be shocked. Don't be fearful. Don't freak out. Amen. Don't hoard the frozen chicken wings. I mean, you know, come on. Come on here, let's have some faith. We're built for this. We're, we're built for, for the church, the church is the, should be the strongest thing in the midst of the storm. Yeah, that's right. We're Noah's ark, praise God. We're, we've got symbols here. We're, we're the, we're the ark of, of the covenant, the ark of, of the, of the flood and, uh, the, you know, the, the serpent on the pole and, All those symbolic things from the Old Testament. Hallelujah. That's who we are. Amen. We are the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. I wish the place was full today to hear this. We are, we are the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we are overcomers and we are of God. And so, you know, you know, these preachers come, oh, this one. Native American, you know, drum session. You know, ah, yeah, 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 it's the Antichrist, you know. Uh, uh, of course, we know it from the scriptures. Politically incorrect, sorry. But uh if you've been to one of those powwows, it sounds dangerously close to that. Uh, and they, they keep beating the same song for their whole lives. But anyway, uh, I'm just telling you that you know we we're we're not supposed to be all all worked up into a frenzy over this and start buying, you know, uh in times food supply. Come on. Can we not have faith in uh in 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 the finished work of Christ? Is that not enough? And if it's not enough then you are Messed up anyway. Preach, pastor. See what quarantine does for me. I come out like a crazy person. And <laughs> offending everybody. But it's, it's the truth. You can't deny it. We are of God little children. And have overcome past tense. Well, we shall overcome. No, don't sing that. We have overcome. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I did all that preaching to get to that one point. But that's the truth, isn't it? Greater is he that's in me. The devil's a liar. First John five, four. Let's just turn the page and let's read that. You getting anything out of this today? Hey, if I can preach this good with hardly anybody here, I should do real well once we get a crowd back, right? Praise the Lord. I've been looking at our numbers on, uh, online though. We've had a lot of watchers. Praise God. A lot more people listening to me uh, and Pastor Scarlett than than before. So praise God. We'll see what happens. Amen. First John 5, 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Say out loud, "I'm I'm an overcomer. See, every day we need to get up and say that. I don't care what the news is saying. We need to say back to the news. I'm an overcomer. Right. And when Jesus overcame, I overcame with him. Amen. Yeah. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory. Woo! This is the victory. That overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he? that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. How many here and watching, you could say today, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And if you can even say that much, just that much, then it makes you an overcomer. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm hoping and believing, you can do both, you know, I'm, uh, you know, we were in our faith movement. We were kind of almost like the word hope was a bad word, but hope is a good word because it means I'm having faith for tomorrow. I'm having faith for the future. I'm hoping. So I'm hoping. <laughs> I'll say that unashamed. I'm hoping and praying and believing at the same time, all that that, uh, many people will Get an epiphany about God and about Christ during this time. Because you wouldn't believe how fleshly and carnal the average person is and how much they depend on the government, how much they depend on the market, how much they depend on the world. And when the world goes and the medical world and all that, and when they don't have the answers. Now look, none of them's had the answers, folks. Nobody. To date, they say this is the way of trying to be positive. You know, they say, uh, uh, well, we have many therapies that we are hoping that will prove to be helpful. Okay, that's not a cure. This is not penicillin. This is not, you understand, this is not the miracle drug they're looking for. They're talking about... You know, they're just talking about trying to offer some hope. Hopeful words. Well, that's nothing wrong with that. I'm just telling you that the medical world does not today have the answer. The government doesn't have the answer. The Wall Street doesn't have the answer. The White House doesn't have the answer. Congress they are just all, all want to investigate each other, like a bunch of monkeys investigating one another. You ever been to the zoo and seen the monkey house? Primates, they all sit around and pick stuff off of each other. That's what Congress looks like. I'm going to investigate you and see what bugs you have. Well, then when that investigation ends, then the investigators want to be investigated. And everybody's investigating everybody. It's the truth. It's a circus up there. Um, There's something in the water inside the beltway. I don't know if it's swamp water has gotten in. And you say, well, when did this happen? When has it not happened? It's it's been this way my whole life. How about you? It's always been a circus. So the circus goes on. That should be the, the song. Uh, when they march in, <laughs> instead of maybe other songs. That would be a great one, wouldn't it? The Barnum and Bailey Ringling Brothers presents Congress. Praise the Lord. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's just pathetic. And the thing is, is, is that again, I'm just back to people having trust and, the, and even folks have said, well, I got this good job and it's got all these benefits and everything. Well, folks have seen that dissipate. They're good, they're good you know what I mean? Well, all I know I'm secure. I'm working for ABC XYZ, uh, company. And when they get their PPP money, they'll be able to pay me anyway. And that, then they can't even get that. I mean, it's all falling apart. The whole world has fallen apart. I don't mean to sound like chicken little here. But, uh, I'm certain there's nothing little about me this week. Like a big fat roaster, roaster chicken, you know, Cleghorn or somebody. But uh, the Chicken Little was screaming, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, you know, and I don't mean to be, but I mean the sky is falling <laughs> and, uh, and has fallen. And so the whole thing is on the ground. But I'll tell you what, in the name of Jesus, I agree with Pastor Scarlett, you know, in the name of Jesus, we are saying that this country will stand, that our economy will stand. Praise God. God will uh, continue to 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 um, to reign. Amen. Well, it says, "Who is he that overcometh the world?" Well, because we meet the criteria, we can say it's me. You can say it's me. I'm an overcomer. Yeah, well, what about all these folks over here that are sick, and what about all these folks over here that are dying? Well, what about them? You know, I mean, th- this happens every day, and it's just it's a different thing that takes them out. You know, they say the flu has higher rate of death than this, and uh, so and it, so we don't go into panic over that. I don't know, I don't get all this, but I'll tell you one thing I know is that we're overcomers, and you need to speak that. To your health, but speak it to your finances. If you're out in the if you're out at the grocery store or somebody coughs on you or whatever, you don't have to go and do a freak out and get into fear. You know, you can say, Well, I just curse any bugs from that in the name of Jesus. I'd do that anyway. I don't particularly like people coughing on me anytime. COVID or no COVID. Come on. Could we maybe grow a brain? Believe God for a collective brain. And the church could maybe get in on some of that brain cells. I don't know. Second Corinthians 4, 7. Hallelujah. But we have this treasure in earthly, earthen vessels. That the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. You don't have to work extra hard, pray louder, harder, you know what I mean, cry bigger tears. Because it's the power is not of us anyway. It's of God. Woo! And He lives inside of us. We are not whitened occurs with dead men's bones, but we are everyday useful water pots <laughs> full of living water. Amen. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest In our body for we which live are all already always delivered unto death for Jesus sake. It's back to this thing, this theme that Paul has that we're already dead. Why would we be fearful of what we've already overcome? We're not only already dead, we're already buried. We're not only already buried, but we're risen with Christ. The Great Easter Message, Hallelujah! Now let's look at this: the verse seven, eight, and nine in the Amplified. Um, However, we possess this precious treasure, the divine light of the gospel, in frail human vessels of earth, that the grandeur and exceeding greatness of the power may be shown to be from God and not from ourselves. In that wonderful. We are hedged in. Look at that. Pressed. How many have felt the press? <laughs> CNN and Fox have pressed us on every side, troubled and oppressed in every way, but not cramped or crushed. We are, we suffer embarrassments and are perplexed and unable to find a way out, but not driven to despair. We are pursued, persecuted and hard driven but not deserted, to stand alone. We are struck down to the ground, but never struck out and destroyed. Praise God. Always caring about in the body the liability and exposure to the same, putting to death that the Lord Jesus suffered. So that the resurrection of life of Jesus may also be shown forth by and in our bodies. That's talking about here on earth. In our bodies. Praise God! Does that make you want to shout? Yes. If you can't shout over that; your shouters broke. Romans eight. We're going to read several verses here. This will wrap us up. Trust you're getting something out of this today. That are watching. Romans eight thirty one. What shall we say? to these things if God be for us who can be against us Now I always add the word who or what can be against us because there's a who behind every what even if it's the devil He that spared not his own son but delivered him up for us all how shall he not with him also freely give us all things Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect, is it It is God that justifieth? Is he going to accuse? Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again. Who is even at the right hand of God? Who also maketh intercession for us. Praise God. We got Jesus praying for us. Isn't that beautiful? Who shall, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation? How many believe we're seeing some tribulation? Shall distress? How many know there's people in distress right now? Persecution, famine, there's some famine in the land, isn't there? Nakedness, or peril, or sword. As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things, nay, he says, See, people quote that, oh, as it is written for thy sake, we are, you know. No, he said, nay. <laughs> like, no, he says, as it is written, we're killed all the day long. And, and everybody quotes that. And then, well, that's who we are. We're just the dead sheep walking around. No, he says, Nay. Uh, wrong, (laughs) you know, the penalty button. Nay, in all these things, we're not that. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Woo, that sounds better than a slaughtered sheep. Well, we're just slaughtered sheep, the Bible says it. No, it says Nay. Nunca <laughs> Never, no. in all no." he says no. I mean, if he would have said yes in all these things, we might have a problem. but he says, nay, the writer. and the writer is Paul, but inspired by the Holy Spirit. Nay, in all these things. How many of them? Uh, what would that be? The tribulations, the distress? The persecutions, the famine, the nakedness, the peril, the sword—all yes. these things—we are more. Not have been good enough. had said we are conquerors, right. but he said we're more than conquerors. I love God; He always overkills everything. Yes. Yes. The way the Word says, you know, Jesus said uh, in John ten ten, He says, "I've come that you might have life." And have it more abundantly. He could have just said. I come that you have life. But he said. And he could have said. I've come that you might have abundant life. But he said. I've come that you might have life. More abundantly. Like as big of a thought as you could have. And then in the great Ephesians 3.20 verse. That says. That he will do super abundantly. Far above. Even our highest prayer, our highest thought, our highest claiming by faith. He's doing above that. God always does more than is needed. He's El Shaddai, the God that's more than enough. God doesn't want to just meet your need where you barely pay the bill and you have $3.62 left over. He wants you to have abundance. For some reason, abundance preaching makes some people mad. I don't know why. They're probably the ones hoarding the toilet paper. I don't know. You know, it's true, isn't it? (laughs) Toilet paper hoarders. You know, at the end of, at the end of all this, there should be like public shaming for toilet paper people (laughs) that they have to stand in the middle of the street while everybody throws toilet paper at them. I don't know. Like a World War II, you know, anyway, uh, he says, nay, I just love that. Nay, we should go around going, when, when anything, somebody tries to curse us with these words, we should go nay. <laughs> right? We go to the nay church. Nay. Nay, nay. Nay. <laughs> nay, I say. <laughs> In all these things, we are more. We're the nay more church. <laughs> <laughs> They're part of that name more" group, it's a cult, I tell you. more than conquerors. It'd have been again I'm, re, I'm redundant, but I want to get it over. It would have been great had Peter said we are we've overcome or we're conquerors, but he says, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. You gotta remember that when Jesus uttered the words, it is finished on the cross to, to tell us why, when he said that and he went to the belly of hell to defeat the devil, I'm telling you, he defeated coronavirus. He defeated cancer. He defeated arthritis. He defeated health, uh, uh, uh heart disease and lung disease and high blood pressure and diabetes and, and, uh, you know, low this and high that. He defeated it all, and if he could conquer that in a, in a three day time frame, my God, what a savior! What a what a what a empowerer that we have! You know, if you're Elmer Fudd and you try to say empowerer, you got a problem. Empowerer, the empowerer. <laughs> That's a hard word, empower, empower, were, were. Anyway, he over, he has, it's all over, overpowering, isn't it? Hallelujah. (laughs) He says, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Think of what he overcame, death, hell. Sin, all sin, all sickness, all forms of lack and poverty and not enough. All mental illness, torment, Alzheimer's, dementia. All those things, all the darkness, all the the things that we spend in a society, now trillions of dollars to try to treat and help and overcome Jesus overcame it all, and and it says we are also. uh, You can get any church in town, from Catholic to United Pentecostal, and everything in the middle. You can get every church in town to agree that Jesus overcame and that He's the conqueror. But when it comes to believers, it's that's that's another story. That's when you that's when the story falls apart. But it shouldn't fall apart if you read the Bible. Get your nose out of Reader's Digest and start reading the Word. More than conquerors, we are. Him, the conqueror, but we are more than conquerors. Woo! How can we be defeated? How can we be sad and blue and depressed and whatever when we consider that through Him that loved us? People say to me, you know, brother, pastor David, you lost your, your son. You lost your wife. You know, these bad things happened to you. How, how did you make it through? How did you, how could, how are you not out of your mind? And I say, because I'm more than a conqueror through him that lives in me. Jesus is in me. That's how I overcame. Not because I'm smarter. Or just got a good constitution or whatever, you know, it's not, it's not that. It's, it's Christ in me. The hope of glory. Woo! Thank you Jesus for this amazing word. I don't know if I'm helping me. I don't know if I'm helping you. For I am persuaded, let's all be persuaded, that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor that would be good and bad ones, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature, including the, you know, we got one preacher in town saying the Illuminati is really running everything and blah, blah, blah. It's just weird. Okay, let's say say he's right. Who cares? It says, none of those things shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing. No government. Somebody said, well, what if this is a hostile takeover? Well, what if it is? Praise God. (laughs) It shall not separate us from the love of God. Thank you, Jesus. Well, that's enough preaching on this. But it gets us going the right direction, don't you think? That's how we need to be talking. That's how we need to be talking at home. And when the news blaster comes on with more curses, we need to say, nay, 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 nay. Amen. And then quote Psalm 91. Put that over your doorpost. People talk about, well, we need to go out there and physically put the blood over the doorpost like in Bible times. No, we don't. Jesus is the blood over the doorpost. He's already ruling and reigning over us. Amen. But if it makes you feel good to do that, fine. Praise the Lord. You know, but, uh, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not going to turn it into fundamentalism, but I will tell you one thing for me. Uh, I just say that Christ is in me. That's enough. And so it's so easy to want to go back and grab Old Testament ritual, isn't it? And try to make that work somehow in the modern day church. And it always is weird because Jesus fulfilled it already. He already did it. He's already redeemed us. Those folks putting the blood over the door, they were not redeemed yet. They had to do things that were ritualistic that, that gave them credit, kind of, for what was to come. But he's already come. I got news for you. It's called Merry Christmas. <laughs> right? Merry Christmas. Joy to the world. The Lord is come. And the angels said, uh, you know, what was their herald? They said, uh, you know, good news. There's peace on earth. And that's not between people. But peace between God and man. It's over. The war is over. The wall is coming down. That curtain's going to get rent into, and the whole world can come in. The unwashed, those that were considered uh Goyam, Goyim, those that were considered Gentiles, those that were considered unclean. That's all most of us here. <laughs> was banned from the temple. You couldn't just go in there. You understand? If they rebuild it, you can't go in there either. I'm telling you. I don't know how that's going to work for political correctness. But, you know, they can do what they want. But I'm just saying, you know, that curtain was ripped open. And uh, the cash system that was on the earth was broken. And God said, let everyone. That's another thing that upset the, the tribal folks uh, <laughs> with Jesus, you know, the different tribes. They got mad because they said, he's undoing our system. He's saying everybody can come in. Yeah, yeah. And who and, and it was elitist, I'm telling you, it's only those that were born in certain lineages, and you gotta prove your hood blah blah blah. You know, and then you get to come in. But but on the day that Jesus said, at the moment that he said it is finished, and they and there was an earthquake in Jerusalem, and that temple curtain was ripped in half by God. In other words, he said it's over. Yes. Amen. So no more do we have to bring, you know, a partridge in a pear tree and two turtle doves and six lords a leaping or whatever to sacrifice, <laughs> to, to sacrifice uh, you know, for our sins. Christ was the end of the sacrifice system. Preach, grace preacher, but it's the truth, isn't it? He was the end of the of the sacrifice of the sacrifice system. So we don't have to go be doing all the sacrificial looking stuff trying to get God's attention to skip over me. A, God's not the plague. B, the devil's already under our feet. Ah! Don't get me started. Too late. <laughs> okay, that's enough preaching. People are going to. Go off the air and start watching, you know, reruns of Mr. Rogers or whatever. (laughs) All right. Praise the Lord. Let's lift our hands and thank God today. I'm going to pray for you that are watching. You know, if you, if you've got a touch of sickness or something wrong in your body, you can, uh, you can anoint yourself with oil. You can lay hand on yourself. I'm going to pray in the name of Jesus. I command every sickness and every disease. That represents, folks, in the name of Jesus, you have to fall by the wayside. You have to bow your knee to the name of Jesus, to the finished work of Christ. In Jesus' name, I command every symptom of pain and distress and suffering, uh, depression, fear. In Jesus' name, bow your knee to the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lack and failure financially, bow your knee to the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for healing from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet and everything in between in Jesus' name. Every cell has to be infused with the zoe life of God. In Jesus' name, be healed and be whole in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, you get your checkbook out, you get your... You know, your account online or whatever, you pull that up and you speak the word of God to that. You know, you say in Jesus name, like Brother Norval, you know, when his uh, remember his story is his his account was in brackets. That's bad, folks. In red pencil. That's another bad thing. And a minus sign. That's a bad thing. Thirty four thousand dollars in the red. And that was in the 70s. That was a lot of money. That was almost like three hundred and something now, and he's that's his that's his number. And he walked by every morning. He, t- he told Mary Lou, the secretary, he said, "Show me that book." And she put her finger on it and said. He put his finger on that. Well, she put her finger on it, and he said, "That's the number." She said, "Yeah." He says, "You're a lie. You're 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 a lie." You know, went on and on and on and. That's what she told me she thought he'd lost his mind. But praise God, it worked. It it came up. And that's what you need. If, if, If the number you're seeing on your account isn't helping you, you need to speak to it in Jesus' name. Call those things that be not as though they were. Hey, we're faith people here. Amen. We We speak to mountains and expect them to move into the sea. There's room now because there's no people out there. So move it out there. Hallelujah. Let's again, let's lift our hands at home if you're watching and just give a little thanks. Take a little time to give praise and thanks to our magnificent Savior and all of his great work in Jesus' name. Now, remember, tonight we'll be back on at 6, broadcasting from our home, Pastor Scarlett and I. And uh, it's almost like I told her today, I said, some of our some of our home videos look like the Punch and Judy show, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but we have a good time. So sue soon- us. We're happy. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. I just want to shout a little bit. Yes. Thank him. He's yes. so good. He's so good and this word is so exciting. It's, <laughs> it's, it make, it'll make you laugh, this book. Enjoy the true joy of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. You, somebody had a cartoon a few years ago that showed this little guy laughing, you know, and it said, the devil said what? He's bent over laughing. That needs to be our attitude. Amen. Yeah. The devil said what? Oh, that's the most hysterical thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Glory. I can't end the meeting. All right. (laughs)